Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Well, it's happened. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has hit its year mark. I'm so grateful for you who've been listening so long now, especially those of you who joined me back in the beginning in April 2020. So I wanted to do a giveaway. As most of you know, I love the Container Store. So what better way to celebrate than a $100 gift card to the Container Store? So if you head over to... Apple Podcasts now and write a five-star review in the month of April, then your name will be entered to win. Now, if you've written a review before for me, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you can write more. There's no limit to how many entries you can have in the month of April. Additionally, if you also want to throw your hat in the ring to win that gift card a little bit more, to get added entries, all you have to do is screenshot an episode that you're listening to right now, put it in a social post and tag me at everything with style mom, and I'll enter your name again. So good luck to you. And thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to the next episode. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited because this is the third episode in our April spring cleaning series. Ooh, say that five times fast. Our April spring cleaning series. And I am thrilled to talk about this particular area that has actually been plaguing me and some of my busy mom clients. But before we get to that, 
I'm dying to know, have you listened to the first two episodes in this spring cleaning series? If you haven't, I'm going to tell you what they are real quick. So the first one, we talked about clearing the countertops, and that is all about making sure that you are clearing any clutter that has taken up residence on your countertops. This could be kitchen. This could be bathroom. This could be when you walk in your front door and you have a little tabletop and just everything's been dropped there. So where are these countertops in your home that have clutter and can you tackle those in the three simple steps that I talk about on that very first April spring cleaning series episode. So head back over to that. Next, we talked about really tackling your entryway. How does that look for you these days? Is it overrun with stinky, smelly shoes? Does it smell like a boy's locker room? Sorry, boys. Any of you listening? Sorry about that. Does it? If it does, that is not welcoming people into your home and we can do better. (laughs) That's kind of also, I feel like this could be called the we can do better series because on the last couple, that's what I've been talking about. And I've been saying like, look, you know, you might be doing okay. And that's great. Especially if you're a busy mom of littles. Although I am specifically talking to anyone who's looking to get organized in these simple ways on this series. And it doesn't have to just be the busy moms of littles that I am typically talking to because so often any of us in our home who are really just wanting to up our organization game can start with these specific areas that we're talking about on the spring cleaning series. This is not specific to kids, not specific to moms. So I hope any of you are listening to this and passing these episodes on to anybody, moms or otherwise, who could use a little bit of organization in their life in these basic places. So we talked about the countertops. That's important. We got to clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. If we've got mail piling up, if we've got kid art stacked up on our countertops, if we've got, you know, collections from kids, stuff where they, you know, they walk along and they pick up all these little things. I would even take my kids to the container store and somehow they would find all these little bits and pieces of things that were lying all around on the floor. And of course, once we ask permission to pick those up, we did. And those became a collection. So stuff, they bring little things in all the time. Maybe your countertop situation is cluttered because of you and your collection. Do you have something that you love that you just haven't really found a spot for? And so your countertops have become a dumping ground for that. Or perhaps, like I said on last episode, maybe it's your entryway where you bring things in and you're just exhausted after being out all day. Maybe you're back to work after all this crazy pandemic social distancing stuff. And when you get home, you just want to drop everything and go chill on the couch or go make yourself some dinner. I get that. I totally understand how real life sets in. But if we are going to live this organized life together, honey, we can do this. Okay. And we're going to simplify it in three simple steps. It's so important that you just mentally let yourself know, look, I'm not just going to allow my home, my space to become a dumping ground for things. We are going to do a good purge. We're going to give anything we're not using to someone else, or we're going to sell it. And then we're going to put in these proper organization bins to really make sure our space is working best for us and serving everyone who's living with us in our home. So 
Let's take that idea and those three E's and apply that to today's topic. So if you haven't listened to those other two, I really encourage you to go back and listen to those because we're slowly but surely easing into this spring cleaning series. We're doing little things at a time, starting out with clearing our countertops, starting out with making our entryway look really nice and welcoming. And now we're going to get to this interesting little space in our home. And don't worry, if you don't have this space, I think you can still listen to today's episode and apply it toward another space that is similar. So today we're going to talk about that weird, odd-shaped, triangular, funky-looking, under-the-stairs closet. And that so often, because of its very bizarre shape, can really be puzzling. How do we maximize that vertical space and use what awkward shape wall space we do have? Make that work for us. Also, how do we decide what am I going to keep in there and what am I going to keep instead in the garage or in an attic or in another closet in your house or in a storage unit? Stay tuned for that. That's coming. So let's just talk about bare bones basic. When we talk about the three E's philosophy, and if you don't know what that is, you can head back over to episode one, the three E's philosophy, appropriately named. I started this whenever I was a kindergarten teacher many years ago. And I realized that my little kindergartners could do so well if I could give them three simple steps because it helped them focus have that sort of beginning, middle, and end to whatever it was we were transitioning into doing we needed to accomplish in our day, but it also didn't feel so overwhelming. And what I've learned as an adult, whether you're a busy mom or not, we have so many things on our plates. And while we absolutely can retain more information, sometimes it's nice to just have three simple steps to focus on. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing when we're going to apply that to this weird-shaped under the stairs closet. We are going to get that organized once and for all. So here's what we're going to start with. As always, the purge. So this is where you got to take everything out of that closet. And depending on how long you've been in that space, how much you've accumulated, it could be a small job or it could be a big, huge job. And I'm just going to say, if you can make the decision, I'm going to stay focused on this and I'm going to knock it out. It will be a wonderful thing for your future self. Your future self will thank you. In fact, I did a podcast episode on that. Basically putting in strategies and doing things for yourself now to help out your future self. So what does that mean? That means like if you're looking forward to doing something in the future. So maybe in your little closet, you've got something that's for upcoming vacation. We're going to travel against. That's where you store your suitcases. Maybe this is some place where you keep your surfboards. If you're here in Southern California or somewhere else where there's a beautiful ocean, maybe have surfboards in there. Maybe you've got boogie boards. Maybe you've got the kids swim gear and stuff. If you're going to go to the pool, or maybe this is a place where you have old stuff that you want to hang on to. So like old taxes and things, if you don't have a home office space, maybe you've got boxes of memorabilia from when you were a kid or from when your parents or your grandparents, maybe handed some things down to you and you're wanting to hang on to those. But good heavens, when you've got this tiny little awkward shaped closet, everything sort of gets stuffed in there and your future self gets really bummed out about your old self that didn't put in some organization there so that when you go to look for these things, 
you're not able to easily access them when you just open that closet up. And that can become a real pain and a real stressor. And we should definitely do anything and everything we can for our lovely future selves to alleviate that stress and pressure. So as I said, the first thing I love to do is the purge. And that means dragging all that stuff out. All right. But listen, if you need to turn on some good tunes, if you need to make yourself a cocktail, or if you need to do something delightful, like a little Arnold Palmer, I'm loving that these days. I think as it gets closer to summertime, I do love a good Arnold Palmer. The Southern girl in me loves some sweet tea. But when I moved out to California, I realized that sweet tea was not always available And so sometimes you could ask for an Arnold Palmer, which is just a regular tea with a little splash of lemonade. So you go get yourself an Arnold Palmer and let's get to work. We're going to drag all that stuff out. You're going to give it a once over with the little wipe down. Maybe you need to get the vacuum in there, pick up those dust bunnies that have been living in there for 18 years. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's not 18 years, but it feels like it. the dust bunnies are 18 year old looking bunnies. Okay. Maybe that's possible. So just make sure you're getting all that yuckiness out. Maybe it's time for you even to grab the Swiffer and just kind of go up and down on those walls in case anything has accumulated there that you just really don't want to live there. Okay. So once you have gone through all of this stuff with your bags with handles, that's one of the things I talk about in episode one, grab your bags with handles and just start putting anything that you know, you're not going to use that you know is not something that is either going to bring you joy or serve you in the future and get it off to the side with your bags of handles so that as you're getting ready to walk out the door, you know, tomorrow or the next day, you're going to scoop those up on your arm. You're going to set them in your car and you're going to drop them off to donation, or you're going to stick them in the mail and hand those down to a friend. That's going to be their hand-me-downs. Whatever you need to do, do that. If this is the time that you've decided, I've got some good stuff in here, stuff I'm not using, but stuff that could get me a little ROI, let's do a yard sale. You know, we can do a yard sale with some masks on. We can even do a little virtual yard sale if that makes sense for you because of, you know, given circumstances, if you're still socially distancing. And maybe it makes sense for you to have all these bags with handles with all your goodies in it, grouped together and like items. And now come Saturday, you've decided you're going to set stuff outside and have a little yard sale. If you are interested in doing that and you think, oh my gosh, Paige, It's been years since I've done a yard sale or Paige, my mom does yard sales. Like I don't do yard sales or that's for another generation ago. They can bring you some money. They can definitely be a good thing. So don't knock it till you try it. If you want to go back and listen to, hmm, is it maybe episode 22? Go back and listen to a successful yard sale. That episode, that is going to help you have a successful yard sale in three simple steps. It's going to have you getting started during the week and you are going to be ready on the weekend when it comes time to have your yard sale. All right. So we've already gotten through two of your E's. So the first E, your essential, that's going to be your purge, getting rid of anything that's not serving you there. You're going to clean that area out and be ready to go. The second E, that's your enhancement. What's going to add style or value to that great purge that you just did? Well, that's going to be either the donation of those items or selling them and getting any ROI you need. Now we're on to the third E. This is where we're going to put organization in. This is the style. This is when we're styling what's left over, putting it back in that weird, awkward shape under the stairs closet. And we are going to make that space work for you. 
So here's what I feel is super important when you're talking about that. I would like for you to take a good look at all the things. This is why it's such a good idea that you've done the purge. You've gotten rid of what you don't need, what you are going to keep. Take a good look at the stuff that's out and think about the shape of it. So I mentioned maybe you got some surfboards. We actually have some guitars. We have several guitars. And if you think about a guitar, it stands upright. It's that, you know, very tall, skinny thing. So if you think about those items that are long and skinny, make the decision, am I going to lay these down? Am I going to put in shelving? So then I'm going to mount those on shelves. Am I going to stand them up in the tallest part of that closet? That is the kind of thing that you want to think about first. You want to think about the big items. And you also want to think whenever you start to put things back in this closet, what are you going to need the soonest? If this is going to be a closet that you've decided to use for any of your decor, so maybe you've got different seasons and you've got them in boxes and you have those boxes labeled for all your different holiday decor, well, this is a perfect opportunity to think what is going to be the next season that's coming up that would be awesome if I could set it near the front. And then the season that is going to be the furthest away about almost a year from now, that is going to sit toward the back of the closet. So if that's what your under the stairs closet situation is going to store, please do consider setting it up like that again. So your future self will be like, oh, thanks, girl. You totally made my life easier. I appreciate you. And then P.S., Whenever you're done with that season, go ahead and pull everything forward for the next season and then take the other and scoot it back to the back. Now, you might be thinking, Paige, this is not a big, huge closet that I have under the stairs. And so how am I supposed to do that so easily? Do I have to drag everything out every time and then push everything back in? Well, we're going to be honest. If it's a small space, you might have to. And you just have to get a little organization ninja in there, and you got to really make sure you're paring down. And I've said this in the past, and I'm serious. You don't have to be a minimalist, but when you have less, there's less to organize. So just consider, are these really things that I'm pulling out at the holidays and actually using? Or was it from, you know, 20 years ago, that was my parents, or that was mine 20 years ago. And I feel like I have to hold on to this, but it doesn't ever actually come out at the holidays because I'm kind of doing some more modern things. So do keep that in mind as well. Maybe it is time to let those things go. All right. Additionally, I was talking about when you're, you know, pushing things back in one of the things you want to keep in mind, if you can, if you do have a little bit of wiggle room in there is to leave yourself a clear, open path. So this is where shelving is an awesome solution. If you go to the container store, just look up Elfa, E-L-F-A. Their Elfa shelving systems are excellent and they are made for any size of closet or space that you need. I also love to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and look in their bathroom section. And oftentimes I can find it for a little bit cheaper if I look and find those just assemble yourself. Maybe this is where Ikea comes in for you, maybe even Target. But I will go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Don't forget that 20% off discount card. Okay, don't forget that. But I will find these little freestanding, easy to assemble. Sometimes you don't even need a screwdriver or anything. You can just do it with your hands or they'll throw in a little Allen wrench for you. But you can assemble these things and you can find long, tall, skinny ones because they were made to fit in a small space in your bathroom. Well, those tend to fit really well underneath these 
stairway closets, getting those wedged in there to have that tall, skinny storage. And I will tell you that at our old house, we've got a different setup now. It's in our laundry room now. But in our old house, we used one of the Bed Bath & Beyond stand-up organizers I just mentioned. It was just like a silver metal one. And you can go back, by the way, and find a photo of this. If you go to Everything with Style Mom on Instagram, you'll see there's a little organized space that I put in underneath in that awkward shaped closet underneath our stairs. And that was my kids' activity stuff that we would put in there. So we called that the activity closet. So while we did have some of our little easy to roll in little suitcases, you know, those were always accessible back in the day when it was okay to travel all the time. (laughs) Those were always super easily accessible. They would just sit right there in front. You could easily wheel them in and out if you needed to, to make that little pathway. But in addition, we did have that be our little activity area so the kids could go. There was a little over the door hanger. So that's a cool thing to add in as well. Whenever we did the shelving, when I put in that Bed Bath & Beyond, a little bit of freestanding shelving in there, that's where we would put like puzzles and board games and activity trays and things like that that were kind of contained in boxes. And then I got just a shoe organizer, an over the door shoe organizer. And I hung that on the door to that closet. And it just had some little clear plastic openings, some little holes that were on top of each other that you can imagine sliding a pair of shoes in each. And that is where we would put little containers of Play-Doh, like the little rolling things and the cutters and things like that. Then we would put flashcards. We would do these for, you know, when the kids were learning their ABCs and their one, two, threes, and then it would progressively get more to multiplication, division, flashcards, things like that. Presidents of the United States. You know, you get to those target dollar bins and they have all those little things and you're like, oh, these would be amazing. The teacher in me gets really excited. I'm like, oh, these would be so amazing to sit for hours and endlessly do flashcards with the kids. You know, sometimes that happens, not very often. And so I actually did when we moved to the new house, I did a big purge and I got rid of a lot of those flashcards, donated those because I do know that lots of people and places will use those but we just were not using all of them anymore. So again, make sure that purge is happening because you definitely don't want to then get to your third E where you're trying to style that space and you're trying to put back in stuff that you're just not going to use. And that certainly allows for that little side walkway to easily get to and from when you're just doing that really serious purge. Be fearless and decisive. Do not cling to these things with a death grip. If you do feel like you are getting stuck on that purge before you can even get to the other stages of this, go back and listen to episode seven, the essential purge. It will help you. It really will help you feel less stress and anxiety around getting rid of some of the things that are in your home that might be taking up space, but really just aren't necessary to hang on to anymore because that can be hard. You know, sometimes we have those sentimental items and it's just too hard to get rid of them. This closet tends to be a place where sentimental items get shoved back in the back of that closet and you're not using them. So I would encourage you as you're pulling things out before you start putting them away, whether you're going to do these mounted great shelves whether it's from Container Store uh, and you're going to do the Alpha system. By the way, you can actually schedule someone to come out and install that for you as well. Or you can hire a handyman or handywoman, let's be fair, 
anyone who's handy can come in and install those things for you. Maybe you want to head over to the Home Depot and just ask them to help out. Is that something that you need to do? And get some shelving in there that's really going to help serve you well in that space. Let's see, what else can we talk about? I mean, there's so many different things that these little closets can become for you. It can also be not just storage, but it can also be a fun little kid cave. I did want to mention that as well. That is a super fun way to make the decision once and for all, I'm going to clear the clutter that's in here. I'm going to repurpose that or put it in different places of the home and use it. Or maybe you'll choose to store that in your garage or your attic if you have some space for that and decide this is kind of an awkward shaped space and how fun is it temporarily while our kiddos are little to make a little reading nook for them. Maybe you can hang some cute little twinkle lights in there that are battery operated if you don't have a plug in and that way you can just, you know, with the flip of a switch, you can push a button or something in it, it lights up and becomes this sweet little magical space. Make sure the door is staying open. Okay. Because we want to, you know, let the children breathe in there. This isn't a Harry Potter awkward under the stairs <laughs> living situation. This is a sweet little temporary cute moment where you can put some little stuffed animals some blankets some pillows, just have it be a sweet little childhood memory for them. I did think about that when we first moved in here, I thought, oh man, we've got the perfect situation for a little kid cave. But the fact is I didn't want my garage to feel really overrun with stuff. And there were some things that I wanted to keep indoors instead of outside in the garage. And we don't actually have an attic space. And so this was a space that we did need to use for storage. And I think I've mentioned before that we did this sweet little space in Duke's room now where we did more of a loft bed. And so he has a space underneath and we can definitely turn that into a kid cave. So we can, you know, hang some blankets and put some cute little lights under there. So, you know, you just make this space work for you. And instead of having this under the, the stairs, awkward shaped closet space become a stressor and frustrating if you just take these three simple steps and apply them to this space, I really do believe that this can be an awesome storage solution for you, an adorable kid cave, or a place where you keep some fun activities and certainly those rolling suitcases because you know we're all bursting at the seams ready to get traveling again these days. But whatever you make this space, make it work best for you. Get really good at that essential purge. Anything you're not using, donate it or sell it to make a little money and then put in the proper organizers to make this space styled so that it really reflects you and serves you and your family best. Hope this was helpful for you today. If it was, pass it on to somebody else because you know, so many of us, we have got this weird shaped closet and we need it to be working better for us. All right. Thanks again for joining me for this April spring cleaning series. And I look forward to talking to you next week about something else we can organize. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.